So in my case, uh, I actually work with uh, some people up the hill um, and next to the JR hospital, uh, people from um, a group called Femrib. And they're working on uh, something that's called the uh, Open Connectome Project. And the idea of the Open Connectome Project is to have a lot of high resolution um, data related to um, the connectivity, the connect, um, connectome inside the, inside the head uh, of um, human being, basically. And all this data for this project is aimed at keeping everything open to the public and accessible. And uh, that's basically the kind of thing that uh, I'm using for my own research. Some of my research is using it to study uh, mechanical propagation of uh, waves inside the head and we need to use this data. So it's actually quite cool to have this data uh, out there. Um, but that's one of the examples of the kind of thing that we wouldn't have access to uh, without it being open, basically. I guess you can always have you know, private partnership with a group that's working on these things and uh, to some extent Oxford is, is a fantastic place. So Oxford is probably a bit less than other smaller universities or research institutes is, is in need of this kind of open access to, to data. Um, however, it's, it's obviously a question of, of finding information uh, in an easier fashion than if you had to go knock at the door of whether in charge uh, of, of, of the problem. Um, so research would be much more complicated, that's one thing. When, you have, when you're working on simulation, um, even if it's your expertise, um, quite often it involves a lot of pieces of algorithms and techniques and, and, and um, sometimes methods uh, that are relatively complex to understand and, and quite often relatively complex to code. Uh, and by basically having access to all these chunks of code that have already been written, uh, you save yourself quite a lot of time uh, and you're able to work on the problem, on the challenge you're really interested in instead of having to rework on all these um, other uh, methods that you actually need to get to this challenge. Uh, so in this case particularly, it's actually very, very important for, uh, for to be able to create new innovative research. So data visualization, uh, as you can see behind me, is actually quite quite important. Um, not necessarily when you want to have some quantitative information that you can share with the community you're working with. In these cases, are medical. Um, uh, this is the med for the medical community. Um, uh, but when you want to try to understand qualitatively what's happening, so that you orient your research in one direction or another one. Uh, this is extremely important and when you have large set, set of data uh, it is actually quite important to try to visualize it uh, all at once together and that's uh, always the challenge when you have lots of data generating lots of data is always easy uh, post-processing it is the problem uh, as far as I can tell I think it requires a given level of expertise to use the data that is available. Um, if you are publishing this data, it means that you're already confident that you're the expert in this thing. And you don't have any fear that somebody's gonna be using them because you're publishing. So you're, you know, you're considering that you made your mark into the world of science and then now all of a sudden you're saying, this is mine, it's out there, I'm the one that created this. 
So there's nothing else to hide to some extent. Um, so the person that's going to use them is either somebody that doesn't know anything about it, in which case it requires some help, so the new collaboration is, is, is there, or somebody that's also an expert in the field, in which case I'm happy that he's going to use my data to push the field a bit further. Um, but, you know, the data has been done by me to some extent, so I don't think there's any, any problem in this. So to, to answer your question, you have category of people that will need some help and guidance, and the category of people that understand the data, which are in my community. And if I'm not too stupid, I'm already, you know, talking to these guys and providing the thing that they need, and hopefully uh, vice versa. There's a lot of uh, responsibility. So, in example, in the field of biomedical, uh, in the biomedical field, uh, for example, we, we just, uh, we're currently releasing a software, which is free for, for the academic community. But we'll be very, very careful in the way it's being um, accessed by the industry. Uh, and the main reason we do that uh, is, I wish it would be to make money, but in this case, I'm pretty confident we're not going to become rich with this. Um, but the, the main reason is I don't want those, this is pretty much research that we're talking about there. And you don't want any kind of industry believing that this is the state of the art and that's, you know, fail-proof and that thing can be used to whatever drug application these guys want to do. Um, so you want to make sure there's a partnership that's being done with the industry. So it's not because you put it out there that is 100% uh, you know, usable directly. And uh, so there's a matter of responsibility of under understanding what open data means uh, in, in that respect.